Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. I totally forgot we did that. Jay and Dan, let's just do an hour of Traeger Bomb. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm okay. I loved it. It was great. 96.9 CK DJ. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. Welcome back to all you students. Dan O'Toole here. I hope enjoyable. That's not what is it? Yes, that's not sound me. Like you. I hope Santa that's was me. good. Change your calendar. It's $35 <laughs> for students, and it's, well, almost guaranteed to be a good time. Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. Red star. Red star. Red star. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Red star. (laughs) Calendars. With a big red star. Wow. Unbelievable. You didn't do a dance. Oh, no, that was, I did red star instead. Welcome to the Jandon Pitkist, uh, episode 38, uh, uh, brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings. DraftKings gave away $10 million last week. We're just guessing, but I'm sure they gave away a lot of money. DraftKings.com. Make sure you enter the proto- promo code JDP when you go to DraftKings.com, and it's going to get you something. Started off with a big uh, congratulations to the Calgary Stampeders, yeah. your Grey Cup. Champion. Did you watch the game? Watched every second of that yeah. game. I went to the Redondo Beach Cafe right. with uh, my two daughters um, because uh, it's uh, it's owned by a Canadian. I uh, got some Labatt Blue. I you got used some, to play in the CFL, yeah, right? I got, got some poutine, and I got a, uh, a pea bacon uh, sandwich. It was awesome. The poutine was unbelievable. Of course, I tweeted out that I had Labatt Blue. People were like, that's not real beer. <laughs> you should have had moose. I'm I would have any beer I would have drank that's Canadian. People say, "Oh, you should have this," but blue <laughs> is pretty disgusting. It was fine. <laughs> I had two of those, and then uh, the kids uh, were sick of the game. By but it was great. Uh, I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a really good. game. Members of the Canadian consulate were there. At, I didn't know they were at a Canadian the... consulate in L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were at the Redondo Beach Cafe, so the entire room was singing Oh Canada. That's the Kim Campbell, the former prime minister. She used to be the head of the that, Canadian. That's consulate. a great gig. What oh, are they it's doing? The, you do nothing. We're we're gonna have that gig. Someday. So they're just they, it's just stoners who lost their passport coming there. I need a passport. To yeah, give home. me a, give me a passport. Um, I miss uh, coffee crisps. Do you guys have any? <laughs> do you sell them here? That's what you do when you go to. Do the you Canadian have any consulate. Labatt Blue? I'm having problems uh, with bowel movements. Uh, any squeaky cheese curds? <laughs> I want to make my own poutine at home. That's what the Canadian consulate does in Los Angeles. I thought it was a good game. Here's the thing. Everyone's like complaining about this call at the end of the game. Yeah. There was a run back and, and it would have been a cool way to end the game and, and everything, but there was a penalty for an illegal block on the play. A couple of things. Everyone's complaining. Like, oh, the refs. The refereeing is so bad. All right. It's not the best, but here's the thing. The guy who got the penalty called on him. That illegal block penalty said, yes, it was a penalty. It's on me. The refs, I made it too close for the refs. He's right. He should have called the penalty. If the guy who committed the foul says, yes, I fouled the guy, pretty sure we can just stop arguing about whether it was a penalty or not. It's over. The other thing is, Jesus, man, so much negativity about the CFL. It drives me nuts. The game was great. And here's the other thing. 
People have been complaining so much about, oh, where are the new star quarterbacks? Uh, uh, Kevin Glenn's still in the league. Uh, Henry Burris is 41. He's starting in Ottawa. You had two young studs at QB. You had Zach Kalaros, who has a cannon of an arm. True. And then you had this Bo Levi Mitchell, who's just like so crafty. He's like a young Dave Dickinson. Offensive coordinator Dave Dickinson calling his plays. I was like, this is great for the league. You got two young stars. It's perfect. And all I heard was complaints. So I hey, yes, sir. I thought it was good. I, I thought guess, it was a good game. The problem the CFL has, it's like a, a Canadian-made show or Canadian-made movie. We automatically feel that it's inferior because it's not American. And we get it. The yes. players are not as good. American. Okay. They're not as good. We get it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Just go to the game. Get Loaded and enjoy yeah, it for Enjoy some chili. Yeah. Well, there's Jay Onright and his wife checking out the action. We'll go to every f- game if we had season tickets. So uh, I feel bad for the Ticats moving, losing in back-to-back years. Back-to-back years are turning into the bills of the CFL. But, hey, they got a brand-new stadium. Everything's it's, uh, good. At the, everything's good for My Hamilton. favorite part about the game that screamed like <laughs> scream Canadianity, uh, which uh, Taggart and Torrens uh, have uh, have uh, coined for their uh, podcast, is the French accent on the head ref. It was awesome. Oh yeah, that Andre. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, he's he's the he's the best draft in the CFL right now. Yeah. Apparently, he's not good enough for anyone. So wait, hi. Congrats, uh, Calgary Stampeders. Uh, on the Canadian Wall of Fame today, the kids in the hall. Very exciting. Yeah. I was just thinking about these guys the other oh, day. Man, they're, they're so so, f- so f- funny and funny, f- talented as hell. And I remember being in high school, and people were like, "Have you seen this show, Kids in the Hall on CBC?" And it was apparently what it was is Lorne Michaels. Um, either saw them or heard of them and was going to take like two of them away to the cast of SNL, but then felt bad about breaking up like a really good comedy troupe. So he went to the head of the CBC at the time and essentially started their careers. Like he produced the show, he started their careers, and it was a huge hit on the CBC. Do you remember? Brain Candy's a hilarious movie. Do you remember the show? Is it called Four on the Floor? Yeah, yeah. Mr. The Canu- Frantics. The Mr. Frantics. Canoe Head. Yeah, that's right. So they that would have been inspired by same, that. Same era. Yeah. I think around the same time, The Frantics. Yeah, they, I just they were really Mr. funny. Canoe Head. Yeah, Mr. Canoe <laughs> Yeah, there's so, I mean, there's so many characters and uh, kids in the hall. Great. Um, mm-hmm. We should point out to regular listeners that Patrick, who usually plays the drops and uh, does oh. nothing else, he's mm-hmm. dead. Patrick is dead. Patrick died. I'll kill your dog. And you know what? We're <laughs> happy he's gone. <laughs> Him and that beard and that ugly mustache. And no, then, he's very and then that sensitive. Brad Pitt he's thing. very sensitive. Patrick, we miss oh, you. Oh yeah, Pat. Sorry you're not here. It's <laughs> the, we can barely get this thing going without you. Hey, he's, all you. F- <laughs> we don't need him anymore. So Mike, Mike is Mike's, the, Mike's dropping he's it. Hitting buttons. Yeah, right. Baby. He's hitting, hitting the buttons. He's hitting a lot works, of them. Right? I give up. He, he's, he's hitting a lot of them. But uh, yeah. no, where, no, where's Pat? Calm down on the itchy trigger finger over there. Where, where, where's Where's Pat? He's uh, with the Kings or something? LA Kings? He, I don't know who he's with. Katie Nolan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, Katie Nolan. That's his dream, by the way. Like, that's his dream yeah. woman. Katie Nolan. It's Katie oh, Nolan. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever I'll kill your dog. <laughs> but oh, my God. Conrad Black. Uh, he once went into when he was running a paper. Uh, he went in a Christmas holiday and saw that all these empty desks were there. He was with his his right hand man. He's like, "Where are all these people?" They said, "They're on Christmas vacation." He said, "We're still getting a paper out." Yep, fire them all. So we could say that about Patrick. I love it. We're still getting a podcast done. I couldn't agree more. Hey, it's all about streamlining. This efficiency. is not good for Patrick. He's going to be so upset by this. Oh yeah, he'll be crushed. Katie <laughs> Nolan, and especially when all the podcast listeners uh, send him tweets and say where the. <laughs> 
were you? The podcast was better than ever without yeah. you. That's here. his worst nightmare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's 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 really. He actually sent us an email yesterday saying it was he was very upset that he was. And I said, be here. "You have one hour. Yeah, a you week. really came down on him. I just <laughs> I just ignored his email. So mark this on your calendars with a big red star. You were like, mark yeah. this down. You're dead to us." Uh, by the way, my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario, made national news this week. What? Yeah, didn't you see the story? No. No. Uh, the, <laughs> these kids, <laughs> these kids, uh, used to high five their uh, crossing guard on the way to school. They oh. they told the crossing guard, "No more high fives. It's unsafe." I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. Ooh. The kids said that to the crossing guard? No, the uh, people in charge of the crossing guard. Oh. So it made national news. No high-fiving allowed in Peterborough. Yeah. yeah. The no-fun police <laughs> arrived in the Peter Patch region. Yeah, so. Uh, so what are you going to do about it? You gonna... I say high-five all you want. Aren't you heading up there soon for something mm-hmm. with the Pete's? Yeah, pink in the rink. <laughs> One in the pink, two in the ring. <laughs> what? It's in no? February. It's a big uh, cancer fundraiser. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be going there February 7th. Here's an idea. You call it one in the pink, two in the ring, and the idea is you're the one wearing pink, but you bring someone with you to the rink to support the cause. Hence, one in the pink, two inside the rink. Right? So I can't wait to <laughs> get back to my hometown and be associated with the Pete. So, uh, yeah, um, you can go online. You can donate, raise money. We want to beat Corey Stillman $60,000 next year. And I think everyone in this room has uh, going to donate at least a couple thousand dollars each, right? Thanks, guys. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah, I'll donate something. <laughs> I'll do- I will. I'll donate something. Uh, we have a something. bunch of things to get to. Uh, by the way. Uh, Fred from Corner Gas is going to be on the podcast this week because the Corner Gas movie drops on Friday. Yeah, this Friday. That's December. It'll be December. Third? No, fourth? Fourth. I mean, I can't can't stress this enough. Uh, Yes, yes, we are in it. December 3rd. Oh, it says 3rd. Maybe it opens Thursday. Um, December 3rd. We can't stress this enough. Please go out to the theater Buy tickets to this film and go see it in the theater. It's going to be great. Um, I have just a very quick thing that our friend, our friend and producer Rob Dunn from TSN in Toronto, has mentioned to me, which I knew you would appreciate. He said, Some random person got into the building last week, as in the CTV studios where TSN is, and rubbed one out on the CTV news set in the middle of the day. No. So they found semen? No joke. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Like on the national news desk. Pulled down his pants. Somehow got erect. Stroked his <laughs> until semen exploded out of his penis onto the national news desk. Where Lloyd Robertson once said, that's the kind of day it's been. I'll tell you the kind of day it was. It was a day covered in hot semen on the desk. That is. Are they sure it wasn't yogurt? Hot semen Who on the desk. Did they did they analyze this? Did they catch the person in I the think act? it's, you I know, I think they saw it. The it was just, juicy man himself. <laughs> I swear it wasn't me. It wasn't the juicy man. The ju- I would love to have done that to certain other people's desks at CTV while I was there. Um, or so, doors. Doorknobs would have been great. Shoot your load on a doorknob. So is this person into like, oh, man, that news. That news. Yeah. Lisa Give me LaFleur. some news. Yeah, you're a gravelly-voiced mama, and I want to shoot it all over no, your curly mane. No, can't say that. No? we got to beep that out. What? No. Oh, no. no, that's good. Totally She'll appreciate PG. that. 
Lisa's a hard party and sexy woman who wants that hot news load. <laughs> no, so disturbing. my take though is that there was a just recently, I'm not joking about this at all because it's bullshit. There was a bunch of layoffs at CTV recently and all across the country at Bell Media. My take because it's a pretty heavily fortified fortress there at CTV. Hard yes. to get into. You can't just get in there. No. Uh, crack security team. So. My take is disgruntled ex-employee. His past still worked. He was like, you know what? You're going to lay me off? I'm going to f- shoot two days worth of load onto Lisa's uh, news well, Why not, eh? Wouldn't you take a dump? <laughs> well, I, I, That's... Think, I think like shooting the load is more of an accomplishment. Because if you've saved a dump up, you just squat and just go to town. But you gotta, you got to think. you got to visualize something to get yourself erect. It's a cold studio. Tough to get erect in that studio. Then you've got to spank it out. How long does that take? You're worried that someone's around you. Maybe they're going to catch you. And that, like, it's amazing, right? You wonder maybe they did it 4 in the morning before they started the news cycle. I don't know. <laughs> so many questions, like you said. Did they, did they do an investigation? There's got to be film. Well, I think we should do an investigation. Okay, we'll get on that. Yeah, so that'll be next. That'll be our next one-part investigation. Traeger bomb. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great to send Pete Traeger up there to report on that situation. <laughs> Guys, it appears to be crusted over. Uh, what do you want to get to first? Okay, um, man, so many people. We better get to your air checks because... Oh this has become oh, first, maybe the most yeah. popular thing we've ever done in the podcast. Dan's college years. Do we have a an intro for this? Oh, do we? Oh, Patrick. We might. Patrick. Oh, oh he's dead. Oh. Rest in peace, Patrick. Dan's mangled childhood. The college years. Woo, there we go. That is sweet. I love that. Can we hear that one more time? <sighs> Dan's mangled childhood. The college years. Love that. The college, it's like Saved by the Bell, the college years. There's chapters. Okay, so if you missed the first installment, these are my air <laughs> checks from when I went to college in Ottawa. Great college, uh, Algonquin College. Worked at the radio station CKDJ. At the time when I was learning well, how to broadcast, CKDJ. I forgot how to talk. I, I can't even say my name. That's awesome. Yeah, CKDJ. Yeah, right there. <laughs> I'm awesome. I am thinking I am nailing Wicked. this. Dan O'Toole so here. Okay, so let's delve into my past, and, uh, and here's some more. Here we go. We have not heard these, so this is our first time hearing these since I... And speaking of don't want to miss, you don't want to miss Stu's Pub. That's right. He's a big kind of DJ guy that works here, and he's having a <laughs> pub to have fun and probably make some money. But we won't question that. <laughs> the ticket's the f- $3 dollars in advance and for the door, and it's going to be here at Algonquin College in Burt's Bar. And the date, mark. mark this on your calendars with a big Wait, red star. Where? This is old. January 25th. That's a Thursday. And Stu so guarantees it's a good time. One? And if Stu... Mike, you really effed up. You really effed up. Wait, but wait, maybe you said, maybe that, that was, was your catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, that was from a different one. Ottawa's new music with the replicants. Good afternoon, folks. Stu. Dan O'Toole sitting in with you now. And if you haven't figured it out, the Ottawa River's not overflowing it's warm, plus seven, the snow's melting. Get outside if you aren't right now. <laughs> Still to come this hour, Radiohead and the Blow Seeds. What? But first. The Blow Seed? Can you pause this? So, Radiohead, okay. It's like the beach ball thing last week. Who the f*** are the Blow Seeds? Get outside right now if you aren't right now. Who the hell are the Blow Seeds? If, if, someone, if a member of the Blow Seeds is listening to this, please contact us. We'd like to talk to you about your career. And beach ball. If there are any beach ball members. Okay. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Radiohead and the Blow Seeds. 
But first, Spiny Norman, right after this. <laughs> Who's Spiny Norman? Like high schoolers. What was that? <laughs> oh, that might be next. <laughs> What's that one? Ready? Where's Pat? Well, CKDJ's got it for you. Tonight, at Zayfod's Beeblebrox, oh, it's Zayfod. Johnny Vegas Funhouse. It's only $2, and we've got some great bands there tonight. The Hooblers <laughs> just released a new CD, I'm told. They're a span grand spanking new. Whoa, whoa, go back to that. We need to hear Wait. more of that. They're, they're a grand spanking Wait, new. They, they just released a CD, I'm told. <laughs> Can we go back to grand spanking new? Here. It's only $2, and we've got some great bands there tonight. The Hooblers, <laughs> who just released a new CD, I'm told. They're a... Ban- Grand spanking new band, so I'm told. I don't. I'm not sure. And open three eighty nine. So if you want to meet oh some CK DJ personalities, oh, oh yeah. do see I the ever. faces behind the voices. <laughs> Zayfod's Beeblebrox is the place for you tonight. They're going to be giving away buttons, maybe even some mugs, CDs. You never know what you're going to walk out of that place with. So tonight, not Zayfod's Beeblebrox and Johnny Vegas Funhouse. With your very own friends here at CKDJ. Oh, really? <laughs> really getting all Barry who, White with us on the end Who there. the f*** is paying $2 to get into a bar to get a button? CKDJ. <laughs> a button. That's my sales pitch to get you there. The we're best is that I, I love that the, you're acting like meeting CKDJ personalities <laughs> is something that would get people out of their homes in the cold Ottawa winter down to Zaphod's in the market. Ooh. We well, there's there's buttons too though. Oh my God. Buttons and personalities. Oh my God. One more. Okay, one more. We, we got two. Okay. okay, two more. Scott, you can't take me. Well, looks like I'm out of here, folks. In the hot seat after me, Mr. Scott Lucas. That's right. If he's not in action, he's in traction. <laughs> this is Dan O'Toole. What? And see you later, folks. I'll leave you with Beach Ball. Beach Ball. <laughs> Beach ball! <laughs> Ottawa's new music. Hey, like, can we just do a little beach ball? Whoa, it sounded yeah. pretty good. Admit it. I got a little better there. I got a little better. Yeah, it was pretty snazzy. I got sure. some confidence. It's a bit, bit more confident. That's true. That's true. I, action and traction really did it for you. <laughs> One more. Let's hit the news. Well, folks, you've all heard of that thing. What's it called? The O.J. Simpson trial? <laughs> well, I guess everyone is trying to get a job from that. Well, you know, Tracy Hampton... She's the juror that was released because she couldn't handle the stress. Well, it seems she's trying to launch her acting career now. After she posed nude for Playboy, she thought that would launch her soon-to-be acting career, but doesn't seem that way. She doesn't want to be a nudist on the screen. She wants to keep her clothes on and try some comedic roles or, like, drama is how she put it. Yes, there's lots of roles, those, uh funny naked in the shower scene ones yes i i think that's the uh, way she's going but she doesn't know <laughs> where am i yet. going with she's this gonna story? continue her career in the airline stewardess position right now so hopefully keep your fingers crossed for tracy that she gets a job any day now i think steven spielberg is going to be knocking on the door now, let's continue the musical trend here on 96.9 ckdj with a little gem and only alone what? Wow. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed. I just said she had a job. Oh. She's a stewardess. Well, you, you had improved with the action traction, <laughs> and then you regressed significantly on that news segment.
<laughs> what was the point of that story? <laughs> Wow, if that I was, was amazing. If I was driving around listening to me on the radio, I would drive to the studio and run me over. Yeah, I can't believe someone didn't punch you in the face. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I Well, that's been there. another edition of... Dan's Mangled Childhood, The College Years. That's pretty good. Very nice. Pretty good. Very nice. Good stuff. Uh, people S- love it. Steven Spielberg will be <laughs> calling in the dino. He'll be calling in his second... January 25th. <laughs> Here's more beach ball. Beach ball sounded pretty good. I might want to hear more yeah. beach ball. You guys thought yeah. I had Early ma- 90s made a band up. Yeah. I, I should point did. out that CKDJ, when I was there, had zero, like, you had to be standing beside the studio to get it on your radio. <laughs> oh. So I'd like. So it's just like in the, the radio studio, the radio lab. Just right around there. And um, we played. Music that you wouldn't hear anywhere else. So, like beach ball, we wouldn't play mainstream hits. You guys swam against the stream. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> CKDJ, we swim against the stream. Now, an entire album <laughs> side of beach ball. <laughs> if you want to meet the beach ball, go to Zephod's. Oh, By man. the way, one uh, prevailing theme of these uh, air checks very low cover charges. The last week's was three dollars. Yeah, three dollars in advance, four at the door. This one was two bucks at the door. Good deal in the '90s in Ottawa. <laughs> good, good town to live in. Yeah. If you're a frugal individual, <laughs> you can have a great time. You know, it was right next to Zaphod's. Uh, the Bear Facts. Correct. Oh man, great spot. Someone told me they went to the Brass Rail last week. Miss that place. Uh, we need to play this, Toolsy, this Saskatchewan winter rant. Oh, yeah, this one was all over the news. Everybody sent this to us two weeks ago. We're sorry we didn't get to it until now, but we have to play it. Uh, somebody said, is this the new Big City Ken? I don't know. Take a listen. Sheila, please, please, please don't tell us how nice it's going to be this weekend because it's going to go up to minus one. Okay? Please. Because okay. it's not going to be nice because the freaking wind is just going to howl. Okay. Every time it warms up, the hot air rises and the wind just howls. So it ain't going to be nice. And being a person that lives rurally, I can tell you that when it's 30 below, okay, Celsius, you can take your mitts off for half an hour and do things outside, okay, when there's no wind blowing (laughs) at 30 below. But when it is zero or minus five even, Okay, you take your mitts off and your hands freeze instantly. So I can tell you, okay, this weekend is going to be the physical shit. The wind's going to be howling, and then it's going to be only minus one, so then it's going to melt and have a bunch of hog slop. So knock off how nice it's going to be, please. Okay, it's just sickening, okay? This province is the whole of the world, and it'll suck the life out of you, okay? It'll suck the will to live out of you, okay? Because it's just a piece of crap with wind howling every day, and you're not hiking or biking or skiing, or you're not doing anything, okay? It's the a-hole of the world, and we pay to live here. We pay to live here. Super high taxes. So please, knock off the night, okay? I, got, I get the funny feeling that you guys are just saying that so that people won't just end it. Okay? <laughs> they wouldn't be able to pay their taxes to these lectures, right? You know, people go hang themselves in their goddamn closet. Okay? This place is a piece of <laughs> Please, 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 knock off 
the how nice it's going to be. Because it ain't. Because the wind's going to be howling. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Wow. Bye. Uh, well awesome. done. Okay. We have to clip that for future podcasts. Yeah, okay. okay. He sounds like uh, my uncle Don. <laughs> He's great. Just just had too many Saskatchewan winners. That was the end of it. Yeah, he had hit his fight. breaking point. I think we were on with Sheila. I think she was the one who interviewed yeah. us at CBC Radio. CBC Day in Regina. That's where you just made it in time for because you were at breakfast with, with Grandpa Ba. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just made it. I, I, was, I was late for that interview, I think. Um we get to Fred. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go. We're gonna talk oh, to Fred. No, so we can talk to him about uh, how Saskatchewan, because he was just there last week. Oh, for the premiere in Regina, you bet. and then he's in Ottawa right now. Yep, yep. In Ottawa, I think that was was that yesterday. We'll ask him if that was yesterday. He, he's going on ten hours sleep in two days, so he's doing lots of junkets. He's been on every morning show across yeah. Canada. Well, they're promoting the shit out of this beauty. That's what you gotta do. They're, they're promoting the. Shit out of this movie. Hey, we're going to be doing an acting role this tomorrow. We're going to be on a Fox show called Weird Loners. Sounds like it's going to be a hit. Weird Loners. I think it's the pilot. We're shooting a role in it as ourselves. That'll be uh, tomorrow. We're getting union scale for this. <laughs> Which is what we got for the Corner Gas movie. Yeah, with, we're pretty Actor. pretty high demand. Like, we, we negotiate a pretty sweet deal for us. Hey, so. yes, sir. Why do we have an agent? Actor minimum. Uh, <laughs> I give up. They just sign us up for that and uh, expect us to take it. Sure, but... Fred, the movie's out this week, buddy. Yeah, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> what, <laughs> you're exhausted, right? It's press junket. I am exhausted. I, hey, hey, before we go any further, I, I, I want to get a little business out of the way. Uh... How's the work coming on getting me my own spot on that Wall of Fame? You guys, I know there must be a lot of red, red tape you got to cut through. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, we, we have you here, Fred. I'm looking at you. You look like a million bucks in this corner, but you're with the rest of the corner gas You cast. want no part of that. You don't want to be with them anymore. No, well, you know, now, now, now I feel kind of bad about it. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, we had a great time in, in Ottawa together. I feel like we really finally gelled as a, as a group. And uh, <laughs> it was just maybe, the it's last... okay. maybe it's okay. Maybe it's yeah. <laughs> was it the last appearance, or like I, we don't have to deal with each other anymore? We're we're good. Yeah, Brent, Brent flipped the bill for the bar the last night in Ottawa. What? So now I feel um, yeah yeah maybe it's all right. He, he you know he's a good guy I guess. Was it a two drink maximum? Was that? Was it a two <laughs> drink maximum? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are Canadian actors, and you know I know he makes a little more than us. But I, I thought what you were going to clear up, Fred, was uh, if you. If you had uh, figured out your your center ice package, oh yeah. Last Fred. time you're on, a lot of people were tweeting. They they wanted to know if you figured it out, if you got through to them to get your hockey on the TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's here's the thing about that. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, here's the okay. Yeah, from first uh, the short answer is yes. So I'll sort it out. Uh, and the, you know, I'm just I I like to I always think that you gotta be you gotta take responsibility for your mistakes. So I, I'm man enough to say that it was my bad that I, that I couldn't get the NHL Game Center to work. Apparently, they sent all their customers a, uh, a text with a code that oh. you just punched into the website and you could get. And, of course, I get, te- you know, it's like, ah, oh, damn, spam text. Yeah. And I erased it. Yeah. So I would have done the same that. thing. I would have done the same thing. That's too difficult. It should have been easier. They're in the wrong. Yeah. Them and their f- 
Mark Messier commercials. <laughs> oh, 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 you had to bring that up. What, what is, are they so stupid to, realize, to put Mark Messier on their advertising in Vancouver? <laughs> with another guy? Well, they should have put Tortorella in it. They couldn't put, yeah, Tortorella would have been better. <laughs> You don't like the Messier years in Vancouver? Come on. I guess I'm, I, I'm I don't kidding. know. I I'm guess kidding. you know a guy comes I know a guy comes in and rips the sea off the guy that's there and says, you know, I'm the best in all time, you guys should pray to me. Screw him. <laughs> I like oh, I like did I just see that? See, I go off the plane. And I'm punchy. You guys shouldn't have had me. Love it. Well, I know. He's going to punch me. He's going to punch me in the face. Because I sent me. you a text and you said I, I'm not taking any responsibility for anything I say because you're going on no sleep. <laughs> That's just how we wanted you here, Fred. That's how we wanted. So, Fred, are you? You must be not to bash any morning shows, but those morning shows are full of perky people. I'm not a morning person. I couldn't go from morning show to morning show because I just had enough of them. I'd have enough. I. I don't know how they do it. I honestly don't. They, they got to be all hopped up on coca, cocaine or Coca-Cola or some kind of Coca-Cola something. Because they are. They're, like, insanely energetic. <laughs> yeah. They show and, up for work then, at, like, 4 a.m. It's, it's crazy. And then you feel like you got to match them, and then you start saying <laughs> stupid stuff. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so, Fred, you've seen the movie. Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Is it any good? You know what? It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually all right. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it uh, three three times with uh, two times with audiences, and uh, you know, people are laughing. Were people missing us at at the premieres in Saskatchewan? <laughs> were they like, where Where's Jay, Dan, and Dutchie? <laughs> they were asking about Dutchie, but yeah. I think that's I think that's fear based. I think Dutchie scares a lot of people. Yeah, he does. He scares the out of us. Yeah. Now, he's, he's a big he's a big fella. Oh, is yeah. your quote on the movie posters? Yeah, you know what? It's all right. <laughs> that's your that's the pull quote. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah it's the headline of the entertainment section. Star. It's so, all right. So tell us about that experience watching it for the first time with an audience. You, do you go into that nervous? You like? I hope someone laughs at this. Oh yeah, for sure. I, the first time we saw it was in Regina, and, and that we're kind of on on friendly ground there, right? So yeah. you kind of yeah. like, oh, it's gonna go okay here. Like we got a lot of support. But then we saw it again uh, in Ottawa, and I was I was a little nervous about how how uh, it was going to be uh, uh, received in Ottawa. But but they right away, right off the bat, they were they were laughing. So it was it was good. It felt really good. I'm actually really proud of it, to be completely honest. Oh, that's awesome. And Brent uh, mentioned to me audible gasps of joy when Dan and I <laughs> appeared on the screen. A, a slight exaggeration, or maybe he's even understating how how well we were received. Uh, I, yeah, he's understating a bit. Like the 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 the, the, the there was a buzz in the crowd as soon as you guys came on the screen. Like, Is that really them? That, how did they, did they really get Jay and Dan? And then Dutchie comes in and they're like, Oh, I'm Dutchie. Oh, my. Yeah, Fred. Not to I get. Just, I just said that was an impersonation of my mom. Right I was gonna I say, who, who was that? Was that Edith Bunker? Fred, not to give anything away. I don't want to. <laughs> No, no spoilers on this, but everyone dies at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. And Edith Bunker makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all funny, Archie. <laughs> oh, Fred. Uh, Fred, um, the movie comes out 
this Thursday? I guess the third is this Thursday. No, that's tomorrow. That's Wednesday. It's tomorrow? Tomorrow's the third. Yeah, no. tomorrow, it's tomorrow the, yeah, tomorrow. Third to seventh to place. Five days only. Five days in theaters, and then on iTunes you'll be able to get it, correct? I think? Uh, oh, I don't know about iTunes. Uh, I, I you can get it on Rogers Center Ice. I know that. <laughs> Rogers Center Ice. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, I just discovered you can pause. Uh, I've been watching all these games running up to get a beer and stuff, and I just realized you can pause it. Oh, you just learned about <laughs> pausing live TV, Fred. Yeah, that's a, that's a great invention. How long has this been around? I'm pretty sure Messier came up with it, actually. <laughs> Oh, see, now I, you blew the thing. He's a nice guy. He's smart. I've been he's wearing, him. He just wants to wear his collarless leather jacket and, and make sure you get all the games that you can possibly get. And eat Lay's chips. He's Yeah, oh, man. He's probably a good guy. I feel bad saying no, You guys made me call Tortorella a jerk last time, didn't you? No, well, he, well, look, he, he, he is a jerk. Come, come on. on. Come on. <laughs> Even people who love know. him think he's a jerk. I wouldn't feel I don't bad. Know. Uh, so everyone, go see the movie this week. We're going to make it a big blockbuster hit, and they're going to have to extend the stay in every theater for at least a month. And then there'll be sequels and prequels, and Fred, you'll get your own spinoff movies, and then there'll be a Dan for Mayor movie, and then you and Messier will be in a remake of Good Cop, Bad Cop, or Bon Cop, Bad Cop. <laughs> Everything you guys say seems completely reasonable <laughs> to me. I, I don't see why that wouldn't happen. Uh, Fred, get some sleep and uh, come back and visit us on the podcast uh, whenever you want. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'd be awesome. And I don't want to slag people anymore. Don't don't don't, okay. don't get me to do that. No, we won't bait you. People. We won't bait you anymore. We we know you're a positive guy. <laughs> Honestly, friend, in, in all seriousness, you've been one of the most popular guests we've had on the podcast in a long, long time. And I can't frankly figure that out, but it's true. <laughs> I'm surprised too. You guys aren't really that's sad. I'm sorry to hear that. It hasn't been a good few months. <laughs> it's been bad, friend. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Fred. See you, buddy. Okay, thanks. All the best, guys. Ciao. T- take care. So go see the Corner Gas movie. Uh, yeah, it's only in for the, the, the weekend. So you yeah. can't say, oh, we'll see it next week. You have to see it this week if we, it's in your city. Yeah, great point. We really want to sell the theater out. Now, before we get to Pete, can we can we get to the Wedges commercial? Yeah. Yeah, let's get that. So a lot of people sent us this. They said they copied our Fun Time Summertime song. Exactly. Uh, oh, and really... A tube top summertime. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really co- and copy, like, your production, Jim, and, and copy Dan's uh, poignant lyrics and singing style. And so this is a McCain potato wedges commercial that basically ripped us the f*** off. Wow. Lights are low, the drinks are cold, it's time to have a good time. Party time, lose track of all time. Yeah. Best of friends that do we have, it's always It's all about tonight. Brutal, McCain. Wow. It is pretty wow. catchy. Uh, I want to get up and dance. McCain's spicy wedges. <laughs> I want some wedges in my mouth. Hey, McCain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tulsi wants wedges in his mouth. He should be getting a check in his yeah. hand is what he should so be getting. So should you. You slapped out together that wow. beautiful production. They're ripping it we off. We will accept our weight in potato wedges. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of wedges <laughs> do we, in my part. <laughs> do we want?
want our weight in potato. Again, we aren't good at negotiating. <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. I will take the actor's minimum. Thank you. Um, <laughs> should we call uh, Pete Shregs, or should we get to the albums? Uh, he's ready to go, pretty much. Let's let's so call Shregs. Let's, let's do okay. Shregs, then albums. And uh, I'm really excited. Peter Schrager was just in Green Bay, so we'll get his take on uh, the Patriots and Packers. It was the, the game of the week. It was... Was that America's Game of the Week? I think it was America's Game of the Week. Uh, well, hey, yes, sir. Yes, it sir. It was not. It was on CBS. Uh, it, was it was on, on CBS. CBS. There it is. So I give up. No, sir. <sighs> but apparently, uh, well, Schrags was in a toque, which was great. Just, just seeing him do those hits. Schrager bomb. And there was a massive development with Pete Schrager's food, his love of chain food restaurants. Yes, yes. Yeah, we got to get to this. This is, he was like, as he said, the bell of the ball on yeah. Twitter for a while there. He, he was, Katie Nolan. Just like Katie Nolan. Boy, that was creepy when you said that. What were you thinking? <laughs> it was just like when I, so we do promos. That was one of our promos during the, uh, the show. Katie like, Nolan. When I say Cletus, I go, Cletus. Cletus. CK DJ. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. <laughs> Dan O'Toole here. Why wouldn't I just say Dan O'Toole here? <clears throat> could you could you start every one of our Fox Sports Live highlight shows by saying <laughs> Dan O'Toole here? Dan big, O'Toole here. A big red star. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. A you good have time. to drop you have to drop that line in our show this week at some point. <laughs> when you're promoting our uh, UTEP just Baylor January twenty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Schrager joins us on the line from uh, New York. Peter, we were saying that uh, you were the bell of the ball. Uh, you were in Green Bay. You were looking for a nice meal. Just a hot meal at and a then, chain restaurant. And then, Peter, what happened? Well, Dan, I mean, you talked bell of the ball. I felt like the hot chick in high school. This was amazing. I've never been the most popular. And uh, I'm sitting at the high school dance, and I'm in Green Bay. And uh, it's awesome because you know me. I'm not going to go on some independent blog and find the best cheese curd spot or brat spot on the Oneida Highway. I'm going to go to the old reliables. I'm going to go to a spot where I know I can get a dish that isn't going to make me sick. I know I'm going to be able to go in there and not question the facility. So I went into Applebee's, you know, and one of your fans from the Jay and Dan podcast sent me a tweet and said, hey, Schrager, is tonight an, an Olive Garden night in Green Bay? And I just said, no, chose Applebee's. And what happened next? Olive Garden's official Twitter account tweets at me and says, hey, if you're looking for a good dessert, we're right across the highway. Come on over and have a dessert with directions to the Olive Garden. So I wow. like, this is incredible. So first of all, in my head, it's an actual restaurant, a structure, is tweeting at me. I don't know if it's a person. I, I just feel like the actual, the actual brick-and-mortar restaurant is at a computer tweeting at me for my affection. So I say, oh, uh, you know, first of all, I've never been so flattered. I don't know how to respond. This is a first for me, getting my cherry popped on Twitter here when a corporate brand tweets at you. So I respond, oh, that sounds delicious. I might do that. And then out of nowhere... This is literally from left field. This is the equivalent of, uh, let's go back to 1990, Cindy Crawford and Claudia Schiffer fighting over you. I get a tweet from Applebee's saying, hang tight right there. Enjoy the burger. And I'm like, what? Don't go anywhere. What? Don't go. And I, and I didn't. And I went back the next night and got barbecue ribs, and they were delicious. Uh, unbelievable. So, you know, I've got all this. I've got these shooters, and guys, 
I think coming down the pike, I mean, in a couple of weeks, I'll continue to explore different of these two chains. I love them both. Yeah. I might have to make a decision, and I'm thinking we televise it on Fox Sports 1 at a Boys and Girls Club. I love this. And I decide where I'm going to go, and it'll be the decision to Peter Schrager picks Olive Gardner Appleby. Where does Peter Schrager take his talents to? Is it the classic American diner Applebee's, or is it America's stalwart flag bearer of Italian culture and cuisine Olive Garden? But, it's ratings. It's a ratings. But place. you never know. People see this fight, they want to join the mix. Right. So you've right. got Chili's jumping yeah, in there. Maybe Chili's jumps in there. Maybe uh, um, uh, maybe P.F. Chang's shrags. Maybe P.F. Yeah, Chang's I mean, jumps in there. All of this is possible, and I think in that actual pursuit, it wasn't just the Miami Heat or the Cleveland Cavs. The Knicks were looking for LeBron. The Nets had him have lunch with Mayor with, uh, I believe it was Prokhorov and Jay-Z took him out for lunch. There might be more shooters in this thing. We might talk about a wild card when a, a, a Carrabba's or, or, I believe, Macaroni Grill might come out of left field. Oh, macaroni here. Grill might step in. So, yeah, and, and, and then, and, and then and it'll end up this. with them sponsoring this segment of your, uh, that your rant. That would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. And through all of this, my stomach is, it's not going to be a harder head. It's not going to be where my family wants to go. It's going to be a stomach decision. Right. And right now, I can't tell you if I had to choose between the two. Like you said, the American Classic Diner that has all incredible deals where you can order two entrees for $20. Or the Northern Tuscan Cuisine of Olive Garden, which literally you get all you can eat, breadsticks and salad. Now, why didn't I go to Olive Garden on Saturday night? You asked a great question. Nobody's asked this, but you have asked a great question. <laughs> The reason was that there are no TVs at Olive Garden. I wanted to watch the Iron Bowl. I wanted to see Auburn, Alabama. Applebee served me up a great seat at the bar, (laughs) table for one, and I got that fulfillment. And I'll tell you, I didn't make it over to Olive Garden for dessert, but I will be around the country throughout the playoffs. I'll get my Olive Garden fixed. Don't hey, you worry. You want to be you want to be courted a little bit, right? You want to be. Well, that's you know. it. I mean, you don't choose the first you know good looking guy at the dance who asks you out. You you, you you take a little spin. You go for a dance. You do the foxtrot with a couple partners. You see what is out there, and then you choose who's going to be the one you go steady with. So, I've got a you know pretty big decision on my hands here. Um, I, you know, I'm a little nervous because I don't want to make the wrong decision. But I figure you know once you go with one of these, you got to go the whole way and. Uh, I'll just have to take my time and let my stomach decide. I, I hope uh, our listeners follow you on Twitter because it, it's a it's a great read, especially when you respond to our listeners because uh, people were tweeting you saying you should come to Canada. So you said, I hope when I when I cross through customs, they have a, and you always put things in, in caps, so I always read it in my head in your voice. I hope when I pass through customs, they have a Tim Hortons waiting yeah. for me. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a I, joy know, ride I, through I, Pete Schrager's life, that Twitter account. That's a little little microscope into what's going on in my sick brain. But you know, I had a lot of tweets. So first of all, let's talk about Sunday night. You're talking about one of the night, one of the greatest games we'll see in a regular season. You you had, for my money, the two best quarterbacks going at it, the best coaches, and all of it being played in the greatest stadium in the country mm-hmm. in 10 degree weather. So all week, this was hyped with the Super Bowl preview, and it delivered. I checked my Twitter account after being on the field for close to two hours in ice cold and interviewing Clay Matthews, and this is such a great game. And I checked my Twitter account. Nothing about this football game. 30 tweets from your listeners. Are you watching the Grey Cup? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm responding, no, nah, nah, not right now. But you did Long make it back short, in time. You saw, didn't you see the ending, Shregs? Yeah, so I get to the hotel, and it's way later. And it's a Hampton Inn. We've got about six channels. ESPN2 is one of them. I toss it on. And I'm watching Bo Levi Mitchell of the yeah. Calgary Stampeders 
near tears accepting the Grey Cup, and then John Huffnagel, his coach, comes up. He's wearing the jersey. I'm sorry, what's the owner's name who just passed away a month ago? Oh, what's uh, Forzani. John Forzani, yeah. He's got the Forzani jersey on. This is an incredibly emotional scene. These TSN reporters, I mean, they are buttoned up to the max. There is oh, yeah. no fun hijinks here. This is an emotional scene. Stampeders, and this Bo Levi Mitchell, and I follow the NFL, and I cover college football, and I focus on the NFL draft. I don't think I remember a Bo Levi Mitchell ever coming through the ranks. This guy is thanking the Calgary fans. He's thanking his offensive line. He's tearing up about this owner, and, and I'm getting emotional. And I am thinking, I don't know any of the key players. I don't know any of the teams involved here, but this is theater. I loved it. That Calgary game, oof, Calgary Stampeders. And I'll tell you something, I remember Brandon Banks, a little return man for the Redskins. Yep. He used to pop off some punt returns. He's about five foot six. He was Darren Sproles, light, a great little player. And to see him being involved, I'm like, this is pretty cool stuff. So that's a world I'm not really accustomed to, that CFL world. But if you're a Blue Bombers fan or if you're an Argonauts fan, I promise you, after seeing that final and seeing the way that that guy received the MVP award, I'm moved. I might be into this uh, Canadian Football League moving forward. Number 19 in your program, number one in your heart, Bo Levi Mitchell, Eastern Washington, SMU. They, and then, guys, little, little fact on Eastern Washington, they play on a red field. Oh, okay? red field. A red field. Hmm. So Boise State plays on a blue field. They right. play in a red field. And in recent years, they had a kid. His name was Taiwan Jones, and he was a running back. And the Raiders drafted him in the fourth round. He ran like a 4 2 I thought this guy was going to be one of these NFL spark plugs. I think he kind of faded out. But that is the only connection I have to hmm. Eastern Washington. I don't remember a quarterback by the name of Bo Levi Mitchell. Uh, Shregs, real quick. When you, I've never been to Green Bay. I want to go. But when you land there, when you step foot off that plane and you're in the heart of Green Bay, you, it must just scream America. Well, you're talking about one of the nicest, most gracious, most generous fan bases in all of football. So I'm on a plane from Atlanta, and I'm with all Patriots fans. And they're in here. They're giving up their Thanksgiving weekend, and they're saying, okay, I'm coming to Green Bay. I'm going for a football experience. Go Patriots. And I've been to every stadium. But then you get to the game a little bit early, and you won't see this anywhere else. Packers fans are hosting and welcoming those Patriots fans to their tailgate. So it's like you come in, and usually it's a hostile situation. you got the opposing team. You don't want them in your stadium. You're booing them. These people bring you in, and the game itself was perfection. Uh, Green Bay is, I don't want to say it's a relic. It seems almost cliche, but it is. Such a unique place to watch a football game. I would advise your fans, your listeners, if you get the chance to go, it's not an easy place to get to. you got to connect through somewhere else. Either you fly in Chicago or Detroit. Not an easy place, but once you're there, it is so worth it. Uh, I got stuck in the airport all day Monday. I had a travel nightmare, and today is Tuesday when we're recording this. And i got to say, I have no bad feelings about the trip because I got to see a great football game, and I love going to Green Bay. Everyone should really go. Shrek, ask a stupid question. Why would you connect to Green Bay through Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah, uh, so Delta, <laughs> is, Delta is a curious beast. And uh, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta is one of their hubs. So for me from New York, I guess it was easier to go through Atlanta than up to Green Bay. Uh-huh. On the flight home, I went eventually from Green Bay. A couple flights canceled. I don't want to get into it. It was a very stressful experience. I had a flight from Green Bay. <laughs> As you can imagine, I handled it very well yeah, and calmly. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Green Bay to Atlanta there. And, guys, guess what's going on? So I'm sitting in my seat, and I, and I hear a voice that is so recognizable. One of them that there are probably three voices in this world that I would know. James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman, and this one. And I hear it coming onto the plane. And it's like this, and he's talking. And do, do, do. The Kembe Matumbo right next to me on the flight. 
just wagging his finger as he walks down the aisle. And here's the thing about Dikembe. <laughs> here's the thing about Dikembe. You're going down to Dikembe Matumbo's uh, I'm going to go with that, the Seinfeld mode. Can we and, make and that a drop, by the way? Can, we're we're going to make that a drop. You say, yeah. here's the thing about Dikembe. <laughs> you'd think, you'd think Matumbo, seven foot three, most recognizable guy in the airport, posing for photos. You'd think he'd get on a two-hour flight and want to take it easy. Matumbo. Didn't stop talking the entire <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Telling stories like old stories? Well, the young woman sitting right next to him says, right from the get-go, I, ha- I hate to do this, you know, I hate to do this, but I'd love an autograph and a picture. And she says, you know, I grew up with Alan Henderson, the old Atlanta Hawks slash Indiana Hoosier. She said, I grew up with Hen- Henderson, and that's all Matumbo needed. <laughs> it was a jumping off point. <laughs> That's all we needed. If you guys see Matumbo, if you got Jay Den, if you guys are, I don't know, walking around Hermosa Beach, Redondo yeah. Beach, doing your thing, and much, yeah. a seven foot three African man named Akembe Matumbo walks by you, just say two words Alan Henderson, and you'll be set for the next six hours. And then just bring a lawn chair and kick back. Shreds, real quick, how is his legroom situation? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. He, was he in coach? No, no, no. <laughs> guys, I'm a frequent flyer. I sat in the middle seat in aisle 21 on the way down to Atlanta for Green Bay, but, but I got upgraded on a flight with about 20 people. It was an empty flight from Atlanta to LaGuardia, and I was in first class, and Matumbo looked rather, rather squashed. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like he was on one of those old uh, Can Am flights where you wear a suit and you have a robe if you want. No, yeah. this is a little squashed, but he was first class. I'll tell you, on the flight down, I'm in the middle seat, and I have a new pet peeve. It's not even a rant, it's a pet peeve. A grown man sitting to my left, okay, picture me in the middle with three seats. Grown man to my left, we're all exhausted. We've had three flights canceled. We finally get on. Grown man, 30s, 40s, business guy, and he's on the iPad, and he's a right-handed guy. So picture him as a right-handed guy with the, the iPad, and he's playing freaking, like, I don't know, Galica or, or Asteroids on his iPad like he's a three-year-old kid who has an attention deficit disorder, and he's nudging me with the right elbow the entire time because he's playing with freaking iPad. I'm mean, sitting in the middle, I'm like, dude. There's three people with about a six foot. Do you need to be playing a six year old video games and nudging me? So what do I do? I just let out a big groan. I say, "Come on!" After the third time he nudges me, and he looks at me and says, "I'm sorry." And then a second later, goes right back to it, and he's nudging me. I hope he had the high score on his own personal video game. <laughs> do you need to be entertained by? You're a thirty year old man. Can you do anything? Can you read a book? Unbelievable. No. No, some people can't. Shregs, uh, before we let you go, um, your podcast this week with Heath Evans, really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. I love hearing what he had to say about playing with Randy Moss. Really, really good. So if you get a chance to check out the Peter Schrager podcast on SoundCloud, you do it. Schrager Bombs, Friday night. Oh. This thing is taking the nation by storm. Hashtag Schrager, Schrager Bombs. Bombs. <laughs> there you go, Patrick. Patrick has no Patrick, right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Mike's no. doing the drops. Patrick is oh, dead. Good for you, Mike. Pa- Where's Patrick? Where's Patrick? Patrick uh, apparently could not be here because he had to interview one of the L.A. Kings I don't know. or he's something. full of excuses. Uh, uh, he's very, very torn up about it because <laughs> we've proven through the course of this podcast, which I think has been a sensational podcast, that we don't need Patrick at all. He Uh-oh. is not needed Uh-oh. here. He is this not is something we call the Tiki Barber effect. The Giants lose Thank Tiki you. Barber retires. 
to be the next Matt Lauer, and he wants to be a TV superstar, and the Giants promptly go on to win a Super Bowl the next year. I believe, to, I hate to give credit to our friend Bill Simmons, but I believe he called it the Pat the Ewing Theory. Also yes, the Ewing one. Theory. Yeah. Although, yeah, I forget what team that was with. because Oh, yeah, the Knicks went to the 99 championships without Ewing when he went down and went hurt. Now, this is a problem because there's also the Wally Pitt Theory that right. when you get replaced and Lou Gehrig comes in, you might never get that spot back. So, Mikey B seems like he's on it today. I gotta say, Bottas, I'm okay. coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Shregs, we with that one with one less person, we're saving money on travel costs for the uh, the podcast tour. Oh, I can't wait. And maybe Patrick can tweet about it. I mean, no one's stopping him on Twitter. He can tweet all about it, but just from a remote location. That's right. That's right. His house yeah. back uh, here in so, L.A. So Schrager bombs on Friday night, guys. Really quickly, I said start Boom Heron on your fantasy team. And Marquise Lee on the Jaguars, I don't know if the DraftKings guys were listening, but no one started these guys in any fantasy leagues. Both of them had huge games. Give the Schrager bombs a watch. In addition to me being an absolute insane maniac, I'm also giving out little starting tips for your fantasy teams, which I don't care about. <laughs> Thanks, Schrager. Schrager bombs. <laughs> Love you, Schrager. See you, buddy. buddy. Have a corner gas, baby. I'm going to see it. Oh, yeah, you got to go see it. Peach. Peter Schrager's going to hop on a flight. It's going to go from New York to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Regina. What a guy. (laughs) Delta. Well, we can only connect you. We can fly you down to Cuba. (laughs) Then you'll cut through Dallas, and then finally you'll end up in North Battleford. Will that work? That guy puts a lot of miles on. He really does. Hey, can we talk about, uh, with Engineer Jim, before we get to, to Tagger, can we talk about the Seattle episode of Sonic High? Yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was amazing. Uh, I, I loved it. That studio was spectacular that they were at. So if you haven't seen the episode, it's this insane studio that is underground somehow. Yeah, yeah. Like he's burrowed underground it's and continues crazy. to burrow underground and find more and more uh, cavernous sort of places to record this amazing music. Yeah, John Lang. And yeah. Lanois recorded there, apparently. Uh, I'm, I don't know if he recorded there, but he was talking about what it's like when you record underground. And uh, at Dan's house um, here in L.A., it's, it's literally it's a castle. And in the basement, he had a studio. I think he moved it up to the main floor. But he likes to record everybody all in the same room. That's like, Lanwall you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, like how we're in here, right? Mm-hmm. And the board's here and everybody's here. That's Dan's thing. And uh, he 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 was talking about how the the instrument, you get like the vibrations of the instrument. Like you really feel what the instrument is doing when it's uh, subterranean. Underground like that. Mm. It's pretty I cool. It was, I thought it was such a good episode. It, that's like the music of my sort of you know youth. I, yeah. loved, I love that music. And I wish they had, we talked about this, I wish they had gone into Mother Love Bone a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, me too. And Temple of the Dog uh, a little bit and, more. Uh, you know, I thought it was great. Uh, you know, Duff is one of the nicest guys in the world. And I thought it was really cool of him to talk to Dave too about you know, they never really, at that time when Kurt Cobain died, he never really had a chance to tell Yeah, he said he never Dave. called him. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Duff's got a huge heart, and everybody up in Seattle loves him. You yeah. know, he's such yeah. a great guy. He's from there. 
and uh, that, that was really cool of him How come, to um, say that, yeah. you know, then. Say it on How camera. come they never yeah. had the, uh, the the Nirvana basis at all? Yeah, Chris Nomaselic. Yeah, yeah. he's not part of it at all. I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah, that, you know, know what? I never even thought about that till now. I mean, he was, you know, in the Sound City doc, yeah. and he played on that record. But mm. I, I don't know. That's a really good question. Mm. It's kind of weird how that that whole series is. I mean, I guess they're trying to cut it to an hour show every time, yeah. and the like the last 15 minutes is you get into the song yeah. and all that stuff. It's kind of it, unfortunate. So there's a lot of stuff. I don't know if it winds up on the editing room floor or well, they're just like, hey, we got to just do, let's just focus on X, Y, and Z. And I think, Grohl, it's tough for him because if he's directing it, it also can be all about him. I mean, yeah. it could be for Well, another, but- and like we talked about it with the L.A. one, like a lot of people have said, well, like the desert stuff was so cool, but they didn't really talk about LA as much as you'd like them to. But yeah, uh, sometimes I think honestly, and it's like they didn't have much Pearl Jam in this Seattle one, right? But right. Cameron Crowe just did that amazing Pearl Jam doc, so maybe they're you know maybe Girl just was yeah. like, all right, that's enough Pearl. And Jam. it was cool, you know. They gave some nods, obviously, to Hendrix, and yeah, you know, Heart was oh, which heart. was great. Let's just stop and talk about that. Oh, na, 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 na. Yeah. Oh. Like she can play Love guitar, man, and she yeah. looked great. Yeah. Oh, she looks so good. She is a milf and a half. She I didn't know they were guitar. from Seattle. I never knew that. And then yeah. they went up. We were discussing this before we went on with the podcast that they went up to Vancouver. I thought they were talking about Vancouver, Washington, but they went up to Vancouver, BC. Yeah. yeah. And that's where yeah. they became big up that's there. That's where they really kind of became heart. Yeah. Yeah. They, cool. Like just underrated, gr- great songs. She f- she can wail. I remember Toolsy and I, one of our song. last uh, shifts at TSN. There happened to be like a, a concert they did, like for A and E or something, and they were playing. Yeah. And she still sounds Ann Wilson, the singer, unbelievable. Like the second she she started in the seventies, like she sounds amazing. Amazing. Are they, oh, do they so still good. tour? I think yeah, so. They yeah, do. Yeah. I think so. How old do you think uh, Nancy Wilson is? Sixty-five. No, I'm no. gonna say fifty-six. I'm gonna say sixty. Sixty. Wow. Winner. Oh, yeah, right on the yeah. nose. Well, uh, uh, she's you know, 60? 60. I, I, look, I would bang her <laughs> tomorrow. And I, the I'm going to attribute that to not day. that I know my stuff about music, but that she did it for me when I was a kid. When You know what I mean? Oh. When I was a teenager and... You know, heart came on oh, the man. videos. I was like, she was oh, so hot. I'll, I'll never forget that. And the leg kicks. The leg oh, kicks. Yeah. That's what I always remember. That never uh, oh, video. I remember that never yeah. that album with never on it. And she was so hot, man. Amazing. I had a lot of boners. Probably had my first uh, masturbatory experience watching <laughs> video hits on CBC. Watching Nancy onto the, onto the CTV news desk, yeah, <laughs> shooting yes. it right on to Lisa Laflamme's. And like news they desk. they have an insane studio there. I don't know if they own it now or they sold it or whatever, but they were part owners in this studio called Bad Animals up there, and then it was called Studio X yeah, or some that other stuff. So familiar, insane studio, beautiful place. And uh, I, I, again, I don't know if they still own it or sold it or whatever, but. Right. And she really used to cool be Nancy used to be married to Cameron Crowe, right? Yep. Let's get Taggart's thoughts on her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dial sure. up Taggart and um She Can, remarried in Do you mind if I there was just as a oh, studio yeah. geek, there was one really cool thing in that that I just had to In the Seattle one. In the Seattle one. When they were in the studio recording and they were trying to keep like the symbols. Oh, they, 
and they had Grohl playing the, yeah. the, the yeah. symbols Bi- and, up, yeah. yeah in one room and you know Taylor Hawkins in the other room playing just the drums yeah how sick was it that they were doing it at the same time? It was crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You Usually know, they do it by themselves. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I've done that sometimes uh, depending on the type of song and, you know, like that song was really dark and they wanted it to be dark. And with the stone and all that stuff in that room, I'm sure they were having trouble keeping the cymbal splash from really making that track bright. And so... You do that, like they. I don't know if you saw. They put the the towel over yeah, the snare that. drum and stuff like that, and they do the same thing to get that muted fat tone. Really cool stuff. It was so cool that you could see that in the stock, and the fact that Dave Grohl was like, "Okay, here we go," and yeah. then he started riffing on all the Foo Fighter songs. Yeah. Just they sounded great too, by the way. Oh my god, it yeah. was awesome. He, I'm um, him playing that hi hat. Like that was like, man, Sick. you just appreciate how good he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that those two guys, they both knew the part so well, and they're really interchangeable. Yeah. I, I look at Taylor Hawkins as like almost like a Dave Grohl Jr. or somebody. You know what I mean? They really he. That he, they can emulate each other's styles very well. It, it gives cool. you a better appreciation of what goes into making an album. Yes, like, exactly. Have you, ever, have you ever read about Springsteen when they did Born to Run? It took them like one year to oh, get the yeah. right mix for that song. Yeah, just just to get it where it felt right to yeah. him. Yeah, incredible. So, yeah, cool. I think the last episode is this Friday. It's the New York one. I'm going to miss cool. this show, man. I'm yeah, they might too. do it again. Who knows? I really hope he does. I hope it's like, because I noticed it says se- uh, season finale. So I'm hoping oh. that means maybe wow. maybe they have an option to do more. There's so many yeah, more They could go to cities. Detroit. They, yeah, they, like, they haven't have gone to Detroit. That. Memphis. Right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Detroit, Memphis, great, great music yeah. city. San Francisco. They haven't gone to yeah. San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know? there's a million places. Like Philly. They could go to Philly, right? Boston, Soul, too. Boston. Philly, yeah. They could, so they could do a whole other episode of just American cities, and then they could go worldwide. Like they could go to Europe and do a bunch of European Toronto is a great music city. Do, do all across Canada. In fact, we talk, I said to Taggart, I said, Taggart, Forget about you Europe. should go. Yeah. Taggart should go across Canada yeah. and go to That'd all the different Canadian cool. cities. be awesome. And then- you know, talk about the music history of all these different cities. That'd be great. It'd be, yeah, it would. It'd be phenomenal. Let's ask uh, him. Let's call him and ask. Uh, him. I uh, and the la- last thing about that, I just wanted to say with respect to him, where the music industry, it's so weird. People aren't really buying albums now. Yeah, he's finding a great way to still educate people out there yeah. in music and getting them to listen to. More than just popping on, you know, the ninety-nine cent download or just streaming whatever. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. So it was great. You know, I I really, really admire him for (laughs) that. Well, that's the hot song right now. That's why I put that one in. Dan O'Toole here. (laughs) What song is that? Why can't I say my own name? Dan O'Toole. Yeah. You really were trying. You thought that was the broadcaster voice. You thought that was a good idea. Um, I think we're gonna save this till next week. The, the albums. albums, yeah, that might be um, a while. I'm so excited about it. Uh, we have I, Dave Hodge, and I did our speaking of this, Jim. We did our top 20 albums of the year, Dave Hodge and I, and uh, we're going to submit that I think this week. And so Dan is going to we've cre- we've done kind of like we did with Kevin Lincoln, 
I've got real albums on my list and fake albums, and Dan's going to try to guess which ones are Mark real. this on your calendars with a big <laughs> red star. Big time. I've big bought time. one new album probably in the last 10 years, like from a new band, and that was uh, one you told me. What was that? Uh, oh, Vampire Weekend. Vampire Weekend. Yeah. yeah. That was my number one album So you last don't buy year. any new music? Real band. Yeah, about the odd song, odd song and real stuff. Real band. Yeah, real yeah. just I yeah, band. that's a real One band. Yeah. That, that'll be next. So there's a little Can't a little that. taste of next week. That'll be a preview for next week. Dan will have to have to try to guess what's real and what's fake on the top twenty. Is albums Beach Ball on it? Beach Ball's big comeback <laughs> album, <laughs> Deflated, will be on that list. And uh, it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. Jeremy Taggart joins us. Jeremy, we listened to some more um, soundcheck tapes from my college years and Beach Ball. Was on it again, or I actually we heard a bit of the song. We, we heard them. They're real. <laughs> no way. <laughs> They're yeah, real. real. Yeah. Are they? Is it terrible? <laughs> it had instruments and such. I actually thought they sounded pretty. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. It sounded cool. I mean, they it's they almost had... like a a new wave band or something. They were like uh, nowadays. They were like a a mid nineties like sort of like guitar based cool guitar based band. Like they were cool. So we were trying to get people down to Zaphods. Have you ever been to Zaphods in Ottawa? Many times. Yes. Really? Many. I remember we played there once, and the headstones opened for us, and Hugh Dillon drank all our beer. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Dillon, I always uh, remember this, because I've been to a few of their concerts, getting lit darts thrown to him on stage, yeah. and he catches them in yes. his mouth. And spitting on people. Like oh, yeah, cool. he loved that. That's what it, that's yeah. was uh, his high addiction days, I believe. Yeah, he's like, uh, and then I heard he was like, he would go around to everybody and like a, he was like apologizing to people, like the twelve steps kind of thing. Oh, I'm, like after, like, like years after. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I'm 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 still waiting for mine. That <laughs> he drank your beer. Hey, Hugh Dillon, <laughs> you, you owe Taggart a couple of twelve packs. Yeah, or at least a sorry for drinking all your beer and being a prick. Um, and then he mellowed out and became a TV star on. Uh, what was it? Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yes, and now he's also a uh, a six figure voiceover guy for t- for a car company. Really? Which one? Yes. Like Ford or Chevy, I think. One Something like that. Yeah. Huh. Making over a uh, over a hundred G's, y- yakking into a mic three times a year. It's a pretty that, good gig. W- all those drugs made his voice nice and gravelly. Yeah. Yeah, it worked for him. Just do some. Ketamine and heroin for a few years, and then miles ahead of you, my friend. I was in the (laughs) desert over the weekend. I did a lot of peyote. Isn't that what what, uh, Dan Hicks does in the summers? Oh, in his voice. I don't know. Peyote? Oh, just heavy, heavy drugs. Oh, oh, and whatnot. Just the strength. We gotta start doing that. The lower lungs get the Chris Berman throat going. I could have used that in college. Yeah, Toolsy could have used that in college. Tagger, what's going on up there? How are things for you? You've been, I've been seeing lots of great Instagram pics of you. You guys are doing some recording. I love seeing the shot, the overhead shots where you guys are recording, seeing the drum set up. It looks weird. Yes. Yeah, I, I am working with Kurt and Alex, my, uh, my new side band at the time. Right now we're writing songs. That's been going really well. I, I, uh, I've also been, been – uh, we did a Taggart and Torrens, another one today. The Greasies came out. Oh, you gave the awards today. out. Yeah. Yes, the Greasies came out, and uh, that that's all kinds of funny. There's actually a bit where 
uh, Jonathan pretends to be a, a French hockey coach towards the end of the podcast <laughs> that you might want to listen to because it's hard for me to re-listen to because it's so funny. Uh, you like very, like Jacques Demers, kind of. Well, yes, yes, yes. He's like we were just kind of pitching a, a TV show where he was like a a French hockey coach, and he was just very monotone. And it's just it, you have to to hear it to to believe it. It's really great, really nice stuff by Jonathan Torrin. In the Greasies, a lot of people uh, from uh, on Twitter from Peterborough. They were mad at me because yes. I forgot to mention the White House as a greasy bar. Oh, that sounds pretty greasy. Yeah, yeah. So, isn't that the, the, the wealth of, of greasy bars that we got from across the country? Like we literally pretty much got every city and a bunch of cities in between. And it's funny that like places like Peterborough or there was the cave in Alliston, which was just like a hole that had pits at the front of it all the time on Victoria Street. The, the the overwhelming response has been amazing. You know, I would say though, Jeremy, I two things. The White House, I remember, was the 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 drug fueled hooker fueled house that the Dallas Cowboys of the '90s partied at. I remember Irvin and Leon Lett and all those guys. And then, Whoa. don't you think that a good podcast tour? We just hit up all the greasy bars. Pack everyone oh, into yeah. the greasy bars. And you, have we to just do it behind, you have to do it behind chicken wire, though, so when they throw oh. the bottles at you. Per, it'll be just like Roadhouse. <laughs> just off, yeah, we, just we, like Roadhouse me, with me, Swayze. Me well, the Jonathan, Blues Brothers. Me, yeah, exactly. Me and Jonathan talked, talked about that very thing of going across the country on these greasy things. That It might be a good idea that, that uh, Taggart and Torrens opens up for Jay and Dan on the tour. I love oh that idea. God, that's yeah. a I love that idea. There's your, Wouldn't that be fantastic? There's your, dub, there's your double bill of the century. Yes. Forget the yes. sticks. Forget the sticks. Ario Speedwagon double bill at the Agua Caliente Casino that I saw a sign for over the weekend. <laughs> is, Gowan, is Gowan still in sticks? I think so. Yes, yeah, yes, he's still in sticks. Yeah, and yeah. he gets to play some of his own tunes, too, right? Because they kind of work. Yeah, he, when you he think about a tagger, don't you think that his tunes kind of would work? Like, you'd almost think they sound like sticks tunes in a weird way. Totally. Like, Criminal Mind easily yeah. could go into Mr. Roboto. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Uh, Tagger, before you came on, we were talking about Heart and what a, a kick-ass band that is that uh, doesn't get maybe the recognition they deserve. Would you agree? Yes, uh, um, although they're still touring and, and doing very well, but I mean, they, 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 uh, I think it's because those first few records were really great rock records, just as good as, you know, the Deep Purple and Zeppelin and, and, and the records that were coming at the time, but I think they just were never regarded as a full-on rock band because it was two girls, but, you know, they definitely were, in my eyes, I mean, the, and creatively and skillfully, I mean, they can sing and play as good, if not better, than most of the bands that they were of their time. It's true. Very good point. It's true. If you yeah. if you haven't heard that early stuff, if you're a younger listener and you're like, what are these guys talking about? Just go download some heart records and just yes. enjoy Although uh, there is a, a one time uh, I was, I think, at a theme park and uh, they were rehearsing. And it was like rehearsing Barracuda oh, for really? like three hours. Wow. <laughs> I just kept hearing it. It was really too much. Like That's after like two hours. <laughs> three hours. The, Eddie's song. Yeah. Two hours? Okay, but know. three? <laughs> yeah, it's too much. I've never heard a band like just sound check one song for 
over and over and over. A song that was, that that they've been playing for like thirty five years. <laughs> like doing the the breakdown and the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some sometimes uh, when the bands the bands don't do the sound check, they get the roadies to pl- to play all the instruments to sound check. <laughs> That's probably was the case. You know what I mean? No, they only no, know no, how man. to go down, 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 down. <laughs> No, man, because it was flawless. That was, <laughs> it was it. was it, man. That's like they're like Tino Vanelli or something. Just oh you know, my god, hardcore like they had five hours sound check. <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of bands, who the heck is that country band that kicked off the Grey Cup? Dallas? Oh, Dallas Smith or D- Darren Smith? That's the guy. That's the guy from that uh, that band. He was in that that band. Uh, Headley. No, they were like a '90s band. They had a hit. Oh, really? He's from another. Yeah. Wow. Can't, oh. Can't remember the name now. You guys are making I'm me sure. look bad. No, no, no. I we look bad. I'm sure. I'm sure. I we'll get a I, lot of tw- on Twitter people. I was tell watching us it was. on mute. I didn't really see. It looked like they were having fun. I I thought it was interesting Default. too. The whole Imagine Dragons thing, like Imagine He's from Default. Default is the Default Tagger. Default. That's it. There you go. Nice work, Mike. <laughs> nice. Botticello. Oh, that's something Patrick wouldn't have done. No. By no. the way, uh, Tagger, Patrick, not here right now. Not missing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's he doing? Where is he? We don't know. He's on some oh, sort of. He's got some more important things to do than be on our podcast. Apparently. Just check his Twitter feed. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Check, no updates. No, did check check, check his Instagram. He's oh, on a yeah. beach somewhere then, with then a Katie he, Nolan cutout. <laughs> if, if Patrick isn't tweeting, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sign says right now. Pat is dead. Uh, we'd like to just can we just point out that that we love Patrick. Yes, we're just we we're just busting his balls. Um, Tagger, before we let you go, guess who joined uh, the Canadian Wall of Fame this week? The kids in the hall. Nice. That's solid. Yeah, you very can't... good. Although I do find a little bit of the stuff not really aging as well as SCTV, in my opinion. But that, oh, that's really? still pretty good. Yeah. Well, okay. SCTV is tough to beat. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but they are funny. I, there's yeah. some good Bruce McCullough. You know what shows I... not aging well at all? The Cosby Show. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, tougher to listen to the uh, life lessons of Dr. Cosby now. And the worst part is he didn't he play a gynecologist on the show? Oh no. He was looking at a lot of vag on the Cosby Show. <laughs> Have you guys heard that, like, that, that uh, the, the bit what he does with the Spanish fly? Oh yeah, that from an old comedy. Oh album. yeah, the yeah, old that, album. That that to me just is like when I hear that now, it just makes me want to puke. He just yeah. needs to yeah. go away now. Yeah, just go away. You know that's what he's talking about. Yeah. He's still doing gigs. His, like he's still doing his, gigs that his, haven't been canceled. But he's like offering uh, full refunds to the gigs. It's just like a mess now. Like, just, he yeah. wanted Did to NBC like, it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, they, he's like, you don't understand. They let me do this. <laughs> they let me give them. I give them the date rape drug. Here's the other thing. The AP, the alternative press allows it. How how bad do like Fallon and all those guys feel? Because they've had them on it. Within the last year. But ev- everyone has. Like, Chris, there's just an interview with Chris Rock, an amazing interview with Chris Rock, I think, in New York Magazine or something that came out over the weekend. And they were like, oh, what do you think about it? And he's like, what do you want me to say, man? Like, we all grew up idolizing this guy. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Like, obviously, yeah. he's a f- douchebag. I just don't want to talk about it because it breaks exactly, my heart. Exactly, Like, what can it's he like, say about it? It's like your favorite band just, like, 
Oh, yeah, man, exactly. Know. Like even even Jerry Seinfeld, he's like Jerry Seinfeld's favorite comedian. Now, what's he gonna say? He can't say anything about it. It's just like us with you Patrick. And this is the, 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 the most the sad part is this is a guy who is like Mr. Clean Comedy, like didn't want to tell say the F word, and yet look what he's doing. Oh, yeah. and uh, has a PhD in education, like a highly educated guy, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's just the whole thing's a disaster. And on that note, what a pod! <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Jeremy. You Love you, buddy. See you soon, boys. Love okay. you, bye. Okay. That's Jeremy Taggart, Canadian rock legend. We uh, uh, we have a, a great – so we got Taggart and Torrance opening on the on the Jay and Dan podcast tour. Uh, they do a pod. We do a pod. They come do some guest spots on our pod. What a hit Torrance was when he uh, joined us last week. People yeah. were like, wow, Everyone, that guy just – he shot him out of a cannon. Yeah, he's, he's just a bundle of energy and talent. Um, always has been. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, speaking of Canadians, we could have uh, Jerry D back on here soon. Love that guy. He's a dick. <laughs> I love Jerry. Uh, one thing about Jerry, uh, Jerry not afraid to say yes to every commercial offered to him. Is that right? Like he's doing Ben Moss commercials yeah, or something? Yeah, we got to talk to him about that. Maybe we'll have him on next week. Man, he really likes doing those ads. He are we going to have Are we gonna have a live performance right now? He's yes, ready we are. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, baby. We promised this to you last week. We're going to finish yes. all the pods off with a classic tune from Engineer Jim, and this is happening and, as we speak. And CK DJ. <laughs> do we get That's to say, right. do we get oh, to say, yeah. hit it, Jim? Please. Jim, hit it. All right, Mike, let's light it up. Yeah. And Mike. <laughs> Where's this? Your song's not playing. Way to your go, Mike! Oh, Botticella, bring right. back oh. Patrick. Wait, your song bring right back here, Patrick. Is that it? That's it. It won't play. What? All right, I'll get it. I'll get it. Hang on. Yeah, he's Hold it. on one second. Well, I'll get I, it. what what's the lesson we've learned here? Maybe, that, uh, maybe we do need Patrick. Well, this is our first ever song, and uh, yeah, that's true. This is our first ever live happened, performance yeah. at yeah. the end. We'll this is it. funny, though. This is, you have to admit, this is funny that this happened. Thanks for everyone for coming on the podcast. Oh, the irony. It was fun. It was, Thanks for this Fred is, coming on. Fred was great. Yeah, speaking see- of guys who were so well-received by our Twitter followers, we really appreciate that. Yeah, go so see the Corner Gas movie. Go see the Corner Gas movie. Make sure you visit Zafod's if you're in Ottawa, if it's yeah. still open. Uh, go masturbate on Lisa LaFlamme's news desk. That was so um, weird. Thanks for Peter Schrager. So Applebee's and Olive Garden were uh, were willing for that segment, Peter Schrager segment, to be sponsored. Can I I just say, if we could get our Twitter followers to tweet at Applebee's and Olive Garden to make uh, to vie for sponsorship of Peter Schrager's segment on this podcast, we would really appreciate that. Um, And. on this chilly day, good afternoon, <laughs> folks. It's 10 after 2 here with yeah. Dan O'Toole here. Welcome Sorry back. to cut you Smashing pumpkins, the rentals, beach ball, much, it's much all more. About but first, Dan, satanic baby. surfers right wow. after this on CKDJ. Yeah. Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. Big it's star. almost guaranteed to be a good time. Come here, Daddy. You look so good. Yeah! With a big red star. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. I'm the juicy man. (laughs) 
Okay. Yeah. I like this is a little bit like Jesus Jones. 90s yeah. rock. Yeah. yeah. It's a little college 80s vibe. Yeah. Oh, I say 90s. Daniel's a little beach rock. ball Marcus in there. This is a very beach ball ass. Red star. But this is later <laughs> beach ball, not CK early days. DJ. Beach ball. Yeah. Traeger bomb. <laughs> you to enjoy the show. And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. That yes, was f great, man. That was a great beat. I love that. I could, I would download that single. You can thank Mike for that track. Mike, wow. well done. Again, Patrick. Thanks for something. Once thanks again. for the thanks, Jim. I guess My pleasure. What? We just said we think you're doing we've a been, great job. We've been tuning we've been, your horn. We haven't been tuning your horn through this whole podcast. Know, we, you know what? Bring missed, Patrick we back. We missed that last Where's week. Patrick? I didn't forget about last week. <laughs> Mike. Oh. We have a task. We have a task. Can you find Nick. some beach ball? For next week. Yeah, could I you? looked him up. Couldn't nowhere on there's Google. No Google. There's got to be there's someone. A, there's on a Beach Twitter. Boys tribute band called Beach Ball, but <laughs> that was not the band we not played the band on. Is that what you guys were playing on in CK, Ottawa? On CK, it's a jam. We've got a Beach Boys tribute band. <laughs> we're not going to play the original hits, but here's a tribute band from uh, from uh, Napanee. And here's what will get you down to Bird's Pub: a fifty dollar, fifty cent cover charge and free buttons. Some more like a Maritimer there. <laughs> Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. Uh, okay, uh, big thanks to Mike Botticello for not only handling the camera duties on camera. Oh, we went way over. Yeah, we got to run. Crap. Uh, but the drops. Patrick, horrific. we miss you. Engineer Jim killed it on the Jesus Jones-esque mid-90s track there. Love, Love chatting about Vader. Vader killed it. Hey, yeah. Love Vader. Thank you, my friend. Uh, handling camera, too. And uh, again, Fred, Schrager, Taggart, it's been a fun podcast. We appreciate you listening. Next week, Dan tries to guess the top 20 albums of the year. And, and some uh, more air check tapes. And more of Dan's call, Dan O'Toole's mangled childhood. How many? We have like a couple hours of that, Mike. Oh yeah, we, we have like twenty of them. Wow, I, so much and material. And I've got more tapes at home. Perfect. Oh, and VHS, I think. So. Can, we, can we hear uh, the intro to Dan's mangled childhood? Dan's mangled years, childhood, the college years. You gotta mix me there, Jim. Dan's mangled childhood. You know what else we could love do? That. We could have a podcast pregame show because we always sit in here and talk for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It was great. Podcast pregame. Yeah. That's yeah. sponsored by Applebee's. Podcast pregame show could be good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We could do that. And then we could have a postgame show. Just you guys. You guys just chat. We leave. We go to work. Who'd want to see that? Yeah. Right? We could spoon after. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> On that note.